The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarised sunglasses. You are listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, where we will primarily be focusing on previewing the Europa League quarterfinal first legs. You can follow BetMUFC on Twitter, at BetMUFC, that's at BetMUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter, at SGP Soccer, that's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, at the SGP Network, that's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account, it is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. That is the Twitter account for both the LockBetting podcast, which is a free podcast and home of Das Bundesliga show, which will be available tomorrow. 
It is also the home of LockBetting.com. That's LockBetting.com. LockBetting.com is the website and the premium pay site that has delivered now 118 months in a row of transparent track profit for our clients. That means we are just two months away from being able to say we've been undefeated every single month in sports betting for a decade. Every single month is transparent and tracked. We have a spreadsheet available for every single month over at lockbetting.com. If you want to do some quick due diligence, quick research, just look at the pin suite on the Twitter account I mentioned at lockbetting.com and you will see the P&L for the previous month, but all the other P&Ls are on the website. You'll also see the type of plays that we do. It's all sensible staking. Nothing five star, nothing 10 star, no 20 unit whales, no 25 feel 50 unit diamonds, no plays of the year. Just all sensible stakes that lead to a profit on a month to month basis. You can also follow the TikTok handle, which is exactly the same as the Twitter handle at lockbetting.com. On TikTok, we post easily digestible 30 to 45 second videos that give you betting information to help you pick out some winners. Hopefully we can find you some winners when we start covering the Europa League here on the show. But first, we need to recap that performance against Everton. It capped off an impressive week for Manchester United. Back-to-back away wins. And Casemiro is now set to return to the team. We're now in a stronger position to qualify for the top four. And uh, that was after we dropped down to fifth place temporarily. But... The new concern is the fact that Marcus Rashford will be out injured for what is quoted as being a few games. A few games is probably more than two games, but not as many as five or six. And he will be back for the back end of the season. So I'm taking it that he's going to obviously miss his game against Sevilla, miss the game at the weekend against Nottingham Forest. And as they didn't specifically say two games or a couple of games, he's probably going to be out of both legs of this tie against Sevilla. So I do think it's important that Manchester United do establish a comfortable lead going into that second leg because anything can happen in Europe if you are either level or just ahead by a single goal, especially against the team of the pedigree of Sevilla, particularly in the Europa League. So that is concerning. But the bookies have Manchester United as the 1-3, to three, minus 300, overwhelming favourites here for the home leg, despite not having Marcus Rashford, who picked up a muscle injury in that game. As for the performance, I thought it was an impressive one. I thought it was the most complete Manchester United performance for a while since we dominated Newcastle in the cup final. We did give up one chance, but we probably should have scored six or seven. We didn't give up too many more than that. Marcus Rashford was also guilty of missing chances. Jaden Sancho could have been given four or five assists in that game, but the finishing wasn't good enough. But the fact that we created so many chances, we had Wan-Bissaka miss an open goal. That was impressive for Manchester United. And also what was key was Rashford laying one on to Anthony Martial. Because in the next three games, if we are to progress, Anthony Martial is going to be very, very important for us. I think Anthony Martial may be extra motivated by his loan spell against Sevilla. So everything seems to be working out because Anthony Martial now gets to be at the forefront of the Manchester United attack during a time where we have two games against a team who had him out on loan. It was an unhappy period for Anthony Martial and now he gets to play against them and show them what he's really all about. Um, But I mean, for a long time, we've been 
preaching his case for what Martial's really all about. But he has squandered chance after chance. He's had numerous chances in the Manchester United lineup. Um, he had a chance to go away to Seville to score a permanent move. He didn't do it. And at the start of the season, it looked like he was going to be Eric Ten Hag's main number nine, but has been massively plagued by uh, by injury problems throughout the season. So this is yet another chance for Anthony Martial. I don't have enough hands and fingers to count how many chances he's had but hopefully he can do a better job of capitalizing on this one before we move on to listening to Eric Ten Hag's thoughts and discussing the Europa League that includes all of the other ties we are going to talk about every single Europa League game and also look at the futures market as well let me take this quick time out to tell you guys about Shady Race Kick off the new year with new-built gear to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the sun. To the slopes with premium polarised shades, customisable snow goggles and more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offer world-class product that's just as good as an expensive pair that you've worn. Durable frames and exclusively clear optics for outdoor adventures. But that is not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by a lost and broken replacement. So if you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because you have your back, they have your back long after your purchase. And we also have a special offer exclusive for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it for yourself. Shady Rays is rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Let me also tell you guys about the NBA Survivor Challenge. Make sure to check out our NBA Playoffs Survivor Challenge, completely free to enter, and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card, exclusively on the SGPN app. Um, Eric, we've seen the club statement on Marcus Rashford says a few games out. Does that mean he'll be potentially back for the FA Cup semi-final? What's, what's the time frame and what's the injury? <laughs> it's a few games. <laughs> so, so that's the statement. So uh, so I can't give more details of it because we don't know. We have to see how it develops uh, the injury. And what about other injury news? Luke Shaw, Alejandro Ganacho, any chance they'll be available for tomorrow? No, both not available. A few games? <laughs> I... <laughs> Definitely, the injury of Carnaccio is more severe. Um, it's more strong, but uh, Luke Shaw, I expect him back um, at a short notice. Yes. Uh, Simon Stone. Eric, you, you've waited a long time for um, Anthony Martial to come back. Is there a, is there a concern with Marcus now out that you need to rely on him more than? you would have wanted to given he's been out for so long with injury no um, we don't have to force things uh, but we we're careful of course and I have to say so um, the, the front line against Brentford and Everton worked really well uh, I think it was continually was a, we were a threat it was difficult to defend for the opponent so 
question for both of them, mate. Uh, Eric, is Anthony Marshall, he's been eased back into the team. Is he under consideration to start for tomorrow night's game? I think he is he's ready yeah, to, to start the game. But as I said, uh, the front line against uh, the Brentford did really well. And then we decided to continue that against Everton and they did again very well. And the advantage was also yeah, that we can bring Anthony Marshall um, uh, slow back but uh, in the team give him minutes uh, get him used to to came uh, to came at the highest level uh, to high intensity uh, but I think already against uh, Everton he was ready to start again and David you're approaching 12 years at Manchester United now you're coming towards the end of your contract is there any concern on your part that you may not renew at the club or are you still expecting to stay at the club next season and beyond well, I think it's time to just to be focused on games because we play many games in a row, so it's, it's not time to, to lose the focus and, and think about contracts. So, yeah, now my mind is just ready to go and, and, and keep playing as, as my best. That's, that's, that's where my, my mind is, in, in keep going and, and be focused on, on training and, and playing games. Uh, ben Watson, Scott. Uh, Eric, with Christian Eriksen coming back, I know when he was injured you spoke about his importance to the team. How much more dangerous are you as a side with Christian Eriksen in it? Um, I think the balance in the midfield was a long time very good with Casemiro, Christian Eriksen and Bruno. Um, and Christian had his part uh, side to Casemiro. I think um, the cooperation between them two was, was really well. Uh, Casemiro, uh, the balance player, uh, the link-up player, and then uh, Christian Eriksen can support him in the link-up, but also go to the final part of the game. Uh, he creates chances, key, key actions, key passes, final passes. So yeah, for us he was a really important player. I think um, I think he had seven, eight assists only in uh, in the Premier League. Um, yeah, that, that tells the story how important he is for our front players because he sees the pass and he can give the pass. So that was Eric Ten Hag there talking about the upcoming game against Sevilla, which is what we are going to move on to talking about in a second. Before we do that, let me let you know we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on your fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favourite NBA, NHL and MLB daily games. Plus, they are already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use a promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. So let's have a look at these Europa League matches. We start with the Manchester United game. Man United at home to Sevilla, where United are the 1-3 to favourites. It's 4-1 to on the draw and it's 8-1 to on Sevilla. Man United are 1-4 to minus 400 to qualify from this tie and Sevilla are available at 3-1. to With or without Marcus Rashford, we should be getting past this Sevilla team. This is not the Sevilla team of previous years. And um, 
this is almost a, a fortunate draw for United. However, it'll get more difficult in the next round when we play either Juventus or Sporting Lisbon. The only team I'd rather play, or two teams I'd rather play than Sevilla, would have been Union St. Gilles or Feyenoord. I think everybody else would have provided a more difficult tie in the likes of Sporting Lisbon, Juventus, Roma and Bayer Leverkusen. So I don't think this is a terrible draw, but I do think it's important to establish a commanding lead in the first leg. And even though Manchester United are short, I do think they'll be able to go to Sevilla with a two-goal victory. United have won 21 of the last 24 games, with 15 of those coming by at least a two-goal margin. This Sevilla team, they travel poorly. They're on a run of five defeats in their last seven away fixtures, four times by at least two goals. United to cover this minus 1.5 Asian handicap is available at 6-5 plus 120. I think my main bet here, though, would be to take United to win and to tack on the under four and a half goals. I don't see... Um, five goals being scored here in this game. Yes, United have scored twice, at least twice in 17 of the last 19 home matches, but they've also kept clean sheets in the process, including four 2-0 victories. And they're coming to this one off back-to-back clean sheets against Brentford and Everton. Sevilla failed to score in three of their five European away games this season, including a 2-0 defeat to PSV, while they recently just lost 2-0 to Getafe in La Liga. So, um, a 2-0, 3-0 scoreline, I think, would be great for Manchester United. It would get us nowhere near five goals. It is unlikely that Sevilla make any kind of contribution here. Whilst without Marcus Rashford, it's unlikely that Man United rack up the score. It's unlikely that Man United rack up the score anyway. I think they'll be trying to penetrate a defensive low block as Sevilla try to contain Manchester United and try to get something on the counter. But ultimately, with or without Rashford, I think we will get the breakthrough. But I don't think this will get near five goals. So as much as I like the handicap, this is probably a far more sensible way in and um, I see it being another winning bet on this show and we'll take that as our main selection at the price of 7-10. to 10. That's Man United and under four and a half goals as our main play here for this first leg. We'll now move on to the other three games, the other three first legs in the Europa League. Let me let you know, I won't be doing any locks here on this show, but over on lockbetting.com, There will be a bonus podcast. It will be available on the podcast pack. The podcast pack works out to just $3.50 a week, so $15 a month. That's where you get the European show every single week, a bonus show where we cover a selection of games from across Europe. So it is like a podcast with premium plays. And also you get a bonus Europa League show there as well, which is going to have a lock from one of these four first legs and another lock from the Europa Conference League where we'll be looking at the Europa Conference League games as well. So head over to lockbetting.com. This is not one of the premium packages. This is not a package where you get plays. It's a package where you get bonus podcasts. So that will include the European show at the weekend and this bonus Europa League show with Europa Conference League leans on it as well and a double lock at the end of the show so it's well worth checking out it adds up to three dollars fifty per week and you're going to get two bonus podcasts and three locks across those um across those podcasts so three locks for three dollars fifty 
Moving on for the rest of moving on to the rest of the games, we start with the five forty five kickoff, which is between Feyenoord and AS Roma. Feyenoord are the eleven to eight favourites to win this home leg. It's twenty one to ten on the draw, and it's also twenty one to ten here on Roma. I think Mourinho's team are going to try and sit in to take a positive result back to Rome. But I think it's worth taking Feyenoord here in the draw-no-bet market. Feyenoord as a pick. Feyenoord in this market are available at the price of 7-10. to 10. I don't see Roma winning this game. They are travelling quite poorly at the moment. They have suffered four losses in their last 11 games on the road. And that run actually only includes two wins. Four losses in 11 isn't terrible, but winning two out of 11 is, which is why I think Feyenoord are in a strong position to take something here or at least not lose the game. So this selection should push at worst. Feyenoord on a run of one defeat in 21 home outings this season and they've won 10 of the last 12 matches at all venues. So I will take them to get the win here or at the very least draw the games who end up pushing and getting your stake back. That selection in the draw no bet market final as a pick is available at the price of seven to ten. The last two games are the eight o'clock kickoffs that go alongside the United game against Sevilla. We start with Bayer Leverkusen at home to Union St. Gilles, where Leverkusen are the eight to fifteen favourites. It's seven to two on the draw, and it's five to one here on Union St. Gilles. Everyone in this competition is running into Leverkusen at the wrong time. For me, they are my dark horses to reach the final from the other side of the draw. I think that um, Gabby Alonso now has this team playing the way people expected them to play at the start of the season. They come into this one having won their last seven games in a row in all competitions. They have scored at least two goals in their last four Europa League games. And at least three goals have been scored in Union St. Gilles' last seven Europa League fixtures. So... I'm expecting goals here in this game, but um, Bayer Leverkusen, I feel, will be scoring a majority of them. I'm just going to tack on the over 1.5 to this play on Leverkusen as opposed to over 2.5, just because Alonso's side have actually been defensively sound in recent weeks. They've only conceded twice in the last three Bundesliga games. So I think if you wanted to go for over 2.5 goals, you would be relying more on a contribution from Union St. Gallese. But I definitely think Leverkusen will chip in with their two goals. They've um, been regularly hitting multiple goals, even without striker Patrick Schick. I think they can strike maybe two, three times here against the Union side that have shipped three away goals to Union Berlin in the previous round. They're a weaker attacking team here than this Leverkusen side. So I'll take Leverkusen to pick up the win and I'll tack on the over two and a half goals to get us more away from that uh, minus 200 price. And that's going to be my main lean here for this one. Final game sees two teams who are playing to potentially play Manchester United in the semi-final. Juventus are the 7-10 favourites here for the first leg. It's 12-5 on the draw and it's 4-1 here on Sporting. Um, Juve are available at 3-5 to qualify here from this tie with Sporting available at 5-4. I think Juve will be coming through this tie and I think in order to do so, they need to establish a first leg lead. However, I do think Sporting have strong data to find a back of the net here, given that both teams have scored in four of Juve's five home European games this season. 
uh, and in Sporting's last three away European games, Juve have scored in seven of the last eight at home and Sporting in eight of the last nine away. So it's difficult to go for a Juve clean sheet, even though they have had a strong defence this season. And ultimately, I go for Juve here because I think this is their priority this season. They're not going to get into the Champions League positions. They may squeak into a European place, which would be a miracle alone with their 15-point deductions. They want to get to Champions League position via their league position. They're going to need to win their appeal to get their 15 points back. But realistically, this is the main approach. We have a good side here with good players with their backs against the wall. A team that I didn't want Manchester United to play, but unfortunately, I do think we'll play them. I do think they'll get through this tie against Sporting Lisbon in order to do so. I do think they'll need to establish a first leg lead. I don't think it's going to be any kind of significant lead. As I said, I do think Sporting Lisbon will score, but I do feel Juve will go back to Portugal with the edge. So I think this could be maybe a 2-1 type of game. Uh, Just a one goal lead they'll take back, which is defendable though, because if they sit in deep and try to play on a counter-attack, that does give them the advantage. That is something that Juventus can do. The tyranny gets really interesting if uh, Juve do go there with a win, but Sporting score the first goal in that second leg and that really evens things out with the majority of the game being left to play in Portugal and that could go against Juventus so I think it's very very important to not just go there in that position either not go there level it is important to pick up a win and I will take Juve at this price on the money line to take that win back to Portugal here in this one that's it for me and this edition of Bet MUFC will be back at the weekend until then good luck with all of your bets as always guys and thanks for listening